It went straight down the middle Then it started to hook just a wee, wee bit Let's go to the PGA Championship then because you mentioned your win at, at Riviera. What a great place to have a major win. Yeah, I knew the course well from playing at Riviera in the LA Open. Um, it's on Kaikuya. Um, I was a sweeper of the ball. Bruce knows all about what Kaikuya grass is. It's a particular strain of grass. It's very spongy. Growing up on it in Wagga, you know, you can't you can't dig into it. You got to sort of sweep it, and and it everything suited me about that course and and i knew that i would have a chance there because as good as i was playing coming out of riviera i'm sorry coming out of uh, st andrews but again i was a few back on sunday but i was i was only about two groups away from the lead ernie ells i think had a six shot lead but i i found myself standing in the fairway at the 12th hole a birdie 12 to go seven under for the day on sunday at the pga and that's where i just said okay let's i was six back and now i'm two up and I rode it as hard. I, I had my foot to the ha- to the pedal the whole way in. I hit it every flag. And I'm like, if we're going to break it, we're going to break it going in there. So looking back on it, it was it was great. I mean, it was, couldn't have been bad. And then I birdied the first hole in the playoff to beat Colin Montgomery. So I knew I knew I knew I had to birdie something because he's not he's not going backwards. That guy was unreal when he got going. Yes, birdied seven of the first twelve holes, so you got you, you came up like a house of fire, and uh, you know sixty four on the final day. That's pretty strong. You know, hearing you talk about that round uh, reminds me of the conversation we just had with Lanny Watkins and the mindset he sort of had as well in terms of closing tournaments. And of course, you might remember his his scoring at Riviera as well. He seemed to really excel at that golf course. And he hearing you talk about that, it just it, it, it's it. It sounds exactly like the way Lanny described his mindset there. I remember when Lanny won to Bob Hope, and then he won, then he won Riviera right back to back. Uh, and he came to Houston. He was working with Claude Harmon, senior at Lockenbauer, and I saw him. And he's just a guy, a tour player that just won two weeks in a row. And I think they rode around, and Mister Harmon watched him play for two days, and they having lunch. And I was sitting on the side, and they he said. I got two or three things that you need to work on, Lanny. And Claude Harmon, with that the way he talks, he's like, the first one was, first thing you need to do, he says, when you go to the course, you made the, you got to make sure you have your clubs. That's number one, <laughs> he said. <to> me. <laughs> the second thing you need, he says, you need to change the way that you go to the bank every once in a while in case someone's following you. That was the second thing he told him. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget that Lanny came down to get some big tip from Mr. Harmon. Those were the two, two tips he got. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this short track of For the Good of the Game. And please, wherever you listen to your podcast on Apple and Spotify, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, spread the word, and tell your friends. Until we tee it up again, for the good of the game, so long, everybody. Whack down the fairway, it went smack down the fairway. Then it started to slice just a smidge off line It headed for two, but it bounced off nine My caddy says, long as you're still in the state, you're okay Yes, it went straight down the middle Quite a way